All right, anyway, welcome to Apocalypse Now, a podcast dedicated to ending, if not preventing altogether, the apocalypse in which we currently live. I'm Sean, and we're coming to you from the Fortress of Seanitude in beautiful Hampshire County in the autumnal grace of Western Massachusetts, or whatever. And um, I'm coming to you, we are knee-deep in Season 2. Yes, we are. I really did not think about how that would sound. Okay, um... But we are knee-deep in Season 2. And, um... There... There are some changes in the podcast. Um, we're hoping it'll come out a little more consistently. But, you know, we're all adults with other jobs. Because, you know... Alright, well, let's just... Let's just... Let's just get right out to it. Um... We gotta talk about some of the financial issues our podcast has. Uh, we're thinking about setting up a Patreon page where we don't give you any extra content, but you just give us money. Um, and so, I mean, like, we'll give you details about that. But basically, the funders we had for the first season are hard out. They heard the podcast, I showed them the numbers, and they were like, why did we give you this much money? So... We are hitting um, austerity apocalypse now for our show, and um, you know it's just like we've tried new ad revenue. Um, and by the way, um, if you want um, any of your delivery needs in terms of animals delivering your packages, please uh, go through Chimp Mail. Chimp Mail uh, promo code Apocalypse Now Podcast. That might be the problem right there. Um, so, yeah, if you want your packages delivered by a chimp, use our convoluted promo code. But, yeah, so basically we're, make, like, we're making some adjustments. Um, the Fortress of Seanitude, we've had to get rid of the uh, Mattress Arena. We've had to get rid of one of the uh, soundproof booths that we have. And um, Evan, I... I, I gotta be honest, I gotta do this on air. We're no longer paying producer Evan. Um, <gasps> yeah, yeah. Producer Evan was as um, as the people at our prior funders, who I legally cannot name because I signed an NDA, um, said that the vast majority of our funds have gone to your producer who has spent... I think they said 97 hours that they documented just doing Cat's Cradle in the studio when he was supposed to be editing. Um, and to date, um, we've paid producer Evan $780,000. Um, Evan, yeah, we're going to have to move you out of that luxury penthouse by the MGM Grand in Springfield. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. I mean... um. Yeah, and um, your benefits will remain in place until the end of this sentence. Yeah. Uh, yeah, remember that? It's actually a 30 Rock reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's actually happening to you. Um, so, yeah, it's just, so it's just, Evan, like, you can't go walking around downtown Springfield wearing a panther skin jacket and platinum rim sunglasses with just two of those money guns just walking around going yeah yeah you can't do that anymore like you used to do that like five six times a week i always liked it when he did that 
Well, yeah, you did because I don't pay you. Oh, yeah, Courtney, we're going to have to continue not to pay you. Oh. Yeah. And um, and I'm going to be getting a small stipend from the chimp mail people. Really? So we're yeah. out of all of the... But they said, but they said a chimp is going to bring the check to me. So we'll see if that actually pans out. I just kind of feel like, out of all of the products and uh, which that we could have aligned ourselves with, uh, I'm surprised we went with the chimps. They were very um, convincing, persuasive, persuasive, hmm. and convincing, hmm. persuincing. Well, we'll see if that chimp gets here with your check anytime soon. I mean, didn't seem to go so well last time. Oh, Oh, shit. Hang on. Let me get that. Am I going to be proved wrong? (sighs) All right. Yeah. Sorry about that. That was just some uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. I don't understand why you made us talk to him for so long. Ah! All right. The chimp was here, but he just attacked the Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you think they're okay? I don't care if they're okay, to be honest with you. I mean... I mean, that is a little harsh. Just like, Evan, can you close the curtain? Yeah, uh, oh god. Oh, Evan, 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 close that. Definitely, I don't want to see that. Close that. Yikes. All right, so speaking of closing the curtain on things that no one really wants to see, uh, let's go on to the rest of our show that doesn't have anything to do with funding it. Um, let me introduce my co-host, uh, Courtney. Sup? Yep, she's here to tell you sup. Uh, she also wanted to let you know that she opened her beer before the show started. I did. So that she wouldn't I'm open it on mic. For really like a, growing up. For like Learned a, a lot. cool barstool sports kind of like, hey, what's going on? Saturdays are for the boys. But it's Sunday. All right, yeah, that's actually a good point. Sunday is the Lord's Day. Sunday is the Lord's Day. Saturdays are for the boys. Sundays are for the Lord's Day. And let's hear it for the boys. <laughs> Lord's Day. Let's hear it for our Lord's Day. Yep. Let's hear it for our Lord's Oys. Let's hear it for the Lord's Oys. I don't yep. really know that song that well. Yep. Clearly not. Clearly not. All right. And there's producer Evan, who's no longer on our payroll, but is she just still has those money guns. Like really? You right don't now. have to wave them around. Evan. Evan, Evan, I'm going to need you to turn in your badge and money guns, including your ankle holster. This is going to be really hard for him. We're here today to talk not only about our podcast funding, but about our podcast content, which today is a deep dive into a rock and roll band from the 90s, (gasps) still around today. Oh my gosh. From, get this, Europe. Aerosmith. Wait. Wow. That was a big swing and a huge miss. Mm. That's, wow. Mm. Not only is that not the band we're discussing, but the continent that I just named, they've never even been there. Guns and Roses. Okay, again. again. <laughs> Courtney, where do you, Courtney, where do you think bands are from? Men at Work. All right, that's... All right, that's technically much further away, but it's not America anymore. All Genesis. Right. Got it. Nailed it. Wait, what? Nailed it. Genesis. Genesis? Bam. There. There it is. Uh, I don't know. They can't dance. Nor can they sing. Wow. Nor can Phil Collins live up to what Peter Gabriel did. I mean, one I of think. those things you said is true. 
Well, yeah, like they can dance. We all know that. Ooh. Ooh, three points. Anyway, I just made a basketball motion. I'm Guys, we're just joshing around with you. We're here today to talk about Radiohead. Um, remember Radiohead? Remember Radiohead, they're still a going concern. They're going concern. They're going we concern. We are concerned. Yeah. Mostly that we don't know when their next album is going to come out. <laughs> when? What is the deal with the next radio? <laughs> exactly. When are they going to put it out? <laughs> Why don't they make the whole plane out of the radio? Right <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> These pretzels are making me thirsty. I'm Tom York. That's not Tom. Dead on. Dead on impression. Um, so yeah, Sean, uh, 1998, Sean, you are almost certainly aware of Radiohead. I believe at this point you like the song Paranoid Android. You think the No Alarm, No Surprises video. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, No Surprises. That's not part of the title. Uh, the No Surprises video is kind of creepy. You liked just off of the bends but wound up selling that album because you couldn't really get into it. Still kind of can, ironically enough. But anyway, um, Radiohead is sort of omnipresent at that point, and they're already kind of being pushed as your slash our generation's Pink Floyd. And we're going to see today, uh, you know, how they progressed in the years since you're listening to this and what you have to look forward to and if you should be looking forward to it. So, Courtney, what are your thoughts on Radiohead? Love the band. Definitely at the time that we were broadcasting back to, I was not as aware of them. I was still pretty young. What? I don't know. I was like, what, 13, 14 years old? Nine. Barely. Yeah, barely just turned nine. Yeah, eight, really. Yeah, essentially eight. And I was listening to almost exclusively Disney soundtracks um, in the car. And that's not an exaggeration. That was a lot of what I listened to until I was older. And I, you know, I, I'm sure I had heard Karma Police on the radio. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, that was it's, pretty and, But that's probably like the extent of knowledge that I had at that time about Radiohead. But since, you know, I've gotten a little older, I'm a little older than that now. I have learned a lot. Um, I like personally, I'm such like a huge. I, I actually really like some of Radiohead's later career stuff. Like I really love yeah, Rainbows um, and Moonshape Pool. Like those albums really resonate with me. So, but I really you know appreciate some of the classic moments on their earlier albums as well. But I like feel like personally, I connect more with their later stuff. Specifically, I love In Rainbows. It's one of my all-time favorite albums, actually. I actually think Moonshape Pool is a criminally underrated record that people didn't rave about enough. Yeah, I think Moonshape Pool is like super solid record. Oh, right. And that's been Propocalypse now. now that's it. Going. That's it. That's yeah, the end. No, no, no. We're going to keep going. Barely review one album. Yep. All right. So 1998, Sean, I don't know where exactly you are in your familiarity with Radiohead. If you just kind of know what they sound like or if you just kind of if you've seen stuff on MTV because that was a thing. Oh, God, I hate sounding like that. I really do. But it's true. MTV actually was dedicated to music. Do you really hate sounding like that, though? You want to hate it, but like I don't. Really yeah, really do. I want to hate it more than I do. Yeah. But at the same time, you're the it makes exact me sound like kind of person. Yeah, 
Which I'm not because I'm in my 50s. Right. Yeah. Late 50s. Yeah, late 50s. Sean, we do a lot of aging in the, uh, as they call them, aughts now. Like, you do, like, 25 years of aging in two of them. I'm still, a, like, aging for every one. Yeah, like, for every one that I age. Every Courtney three years, ages, I age like an, one year, essentially, yeah. is the yeah. formula. Yeah, that. so Courtney is 23 years old. Doing great. I am 59. Rage. I have a lot of opinions on the capital gains tax. YOLO, fam, lit, <laughs> etc. Yeah, Courtney's always jeweling on her razor. I really am jeweling right now, though. Actually, yeah, Courtney is literally jeweling right now, even though that's still technically illegal. Yeah, suck on that, Governor Baker. Sean, there's a governor that you're going to have. I in the hope he's not Charlie listening Baker. to this podcast. Wait. Oh, no, shit, oh, shit, no, shit. oh, no. Hide your vapes. All right, that was just more Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, my God, uh, I can't believe how Yeah, they had, like, one of their like... kids with them, and, like, the monkey took their eye, so they were asking me to call 911, and I'm like... They just can't <laughs> nice catch try. a hint. Like, we're not down with no. your cl- kind of clown. No, fucking... I don't like you Jehovah's Witness clowns. So, you know what? I don't care that a monkey attacked you while he was trying to deliver a check to me. I just... Did you get the check, though? I'll be right back. Turns out, no. No, oh I didn't. Oh, my God. No, no, it's no, like no. a nightmare. Okay, um, I'm going to wait for the monkey to come back. Um, but in the meantime, um, Sean, your knowledge of Radiohead, uh, I'm going to assume, is very limited. So for the people who might not know about Radiohead or listen to this podcast, I'm going to run through a quick history of Radiohead. Ooh, I yeah. love when you do the quick histories. Yeah, well, I would do a regular history, but you're like, eh, pick it up. I mean, yeah, speed it up. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Radiohead were formed in 1998 while in prep school in Idiotech on electioneering on the south coast of England. Um, Tom York, who's from London, started playing REM songs after school for farthings or chips or whatever. Um, and he met the rest of the band during a late night brawl over which episode of Faulty Towers was the best. And um, the Radiohead guys got together and started to play REM covers at um, open mics around the Idiotech on electioneering area. Um, back then, they were known as Dr. Parachute Face. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they played a lot, um, like, around, like, London and Idiotech and Electioneering um, as Dr. Parachute Face, but they changed their name after 47 shows. Well, it seems like a good, wise choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, they actually, yeah, like, they they really understood that that name wasn't going to work. It wasn't really going to hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, and that's, and that's actually really indicative of, like, Radiohead going forward is just really driving something into the ground before they decide to change it. Wait. What? No, 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 I'm sorry. I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking of you two. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you two slam. Boom. Maybe there'll be one more. Suck on that, Bono. Anyway. Um, yeah, so they changed their name from Dr. Parachute Face to Radiohead. Um, as Radiohead is a combination of, uh, the names of the gentlemen in their rhythm section. Uh, drummer Phil Radio and bassist Maxwell Radiohead. They stayed um, They stayed as an unofficial R.E.M. cover band for their first two records. No one really picked up on it, but 
That's how that was. Um, they had massive success as, um, I believe it was on the Bends, where they became an R.E.M. cover band covering the Smiths. Um, and they had this, yeah, and they had this one song, actually, I believe on their first record, um, that was a cover of a sleep called Creep. And wow. yeah, creep. Well, yeah, everyone knows creep. Somehow I never put that together. Yeah. That was a good an actual word for word cover of yeah. sleep. It's a cover of a sleep, but yep. it's done in the style of REM. Right. And as soon it's as you creep. say that, I get it now. Yep. It's all right there in front of your face. It's kinda of wow. how Radiohead works. It's blowing my mind. Really. Creep, of course, as we all know, would go down to define a generation of people born between nineteen eighty three and nineteen eighty six. Rocking the people born in a three-year span from their cold, clinical self-interest as fifth graders. The Benz, which is, of course, their second record, saw them reach to new heights as an R.E.M. cover band playing Smith songs. And uh, it was their first record with Nigel Godrich. Uh, Nigel Godrich has played a huge part. Wait, is it Godrich or Goodwitch? Um, I was really leaning on you to know the correct pronunciation All there. All right, so it's Godrich. Let's go with Godrich. Godrich. Can you look that up for us, Producer Evan? Why don't you uh, fact check that for us? I don't like how pithy you are about the idea of fact checking. Yeah, he doesn't really seem too committed to it. (laughs) Nah, 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 it's okay. It's okay. I don't want to have to pay you again. Who cares? (laughs) Fact schmacks, you know? Fact schmacks. That's going to be like a new segment with Producer Evan. Fact schmacks with producer Evan. <laughs> Rolling the theme music. Da, 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 da. Fact schmacks. <laughs> That's it. Yep. That was and it. hard out. <laughs> Fact schmacks done. <laughs> and producer Evan is still dancing. <laughs> All right. Anyway. I want to hear more about Radiohead, though. Well, too bad because we're going to hear about Nigel Godrich first. Go on. Uh, Nigel Godrich is a um, big figure in Radiohead's uh, history. He produced all their records from the Bends up to present. He also, I believe, is collaborated with Tom York on all his solo records. Um, and they met him when he was a bouncer at a Manchester pub uh, after a bad night. Ended in seven deaths. Wow. Nigel went into hiding and oh. started producing Britpop records. <coughs> Do, like you mean he was connected with the seven deaths? Um, he was a bouncer, and after a bad night where seven people died, he went underground and started producing Britpop records. How much more clear do I have to be? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. I'm just saying clarity there. Anyway, he met uh, he met Radiohead while interviewing to be a bouncer in a pub in Kent, um, and Radiohead have had a very uh, rich creative relationship with Nigel Godrich, and um, probably the first really big thing they did together would be OK Computer, and OK Computer would establish Radiohead as Pink Floyd's heir apparent. So much so that Tom York did three sheets of acid in tribute to Sid Barrett. Sid Barrett, not Shid Barrett. Shid Barrett. Shid Barrett. He actually called himself Shid Barrett after doing the first seat of acid. <laughs> that adds up. That adds up. And um, so uh, after, a hot, after a solo hot air balloon ride to South Africa, uh, Tom reconvened with the band. Uh, during the 16 months while Tom was on an acid-fueled hot, hot air balloon odyssey, wow, um, he, great. Uh, he wrote the entirety of Kid A. Yeah. Uh, Kid A was originally called Kid Acid, 
but the record company would only call it Kid Adderall. Kid Adderall? Kid Adderall. That was supposed to be the name of the record. They decided to call it Kid A instead. I mean, we all know what the A stood for. Well, Kid Acid. I mean, Kid Anorexia? Dark. Too soon. Too soon. So sorry. So sorry, 90s. So sorry, 90s. To bring up your rampant anorexia problem. Everyone in the 90s had anorexia. Tell me I'm wrong. This is already making me very uncomfortable. I'm so sorry. We can edit this out. (laughs) We can edit everything out. Who knows what this joke means? We don't have to edit everything out. There's some good history here. Well, yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of history, let's talk about Kid A, a record that was incredibly historic. Uh, for those of you who know it, you know that it's filled with odes to krautrock, minimalism, and um, electronic music. Kid A both uh, perplexed and excited audiences. Um, they followed it up with Amnesiac, uh, which is simply Kid A played in a major key. Yeah, uh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that yeah. was it's that like was a really no bright version of this. The album I'd come to know and love for yeah. its minor chords. Minor chords, and then they were like, "Hey, wait a minute! What if we didn't press?" All imagine, the black keys? imagine if we just played the white keys. No one ever thought about that before. Anyway, um, so after releasing the same record in two different keys, um, they released. Genius, genius, just fucking genius. They released um, seven more records I've written down. I don't even know seven? if that's true. Maybe, I don't know. You're just making things up? I might have just made that number up, yeah. Like, the rest of this is spot on, but, like... That's that weird that, I mean, I just feel like I really look to you to give me factual information about... Musicians that I respect. I'm sorry. All right. Radiohead have gone on to release an indeterminate number of records. Um, cool. From the uh, from the inspired in rainbows and moon shaped pool to Ooh. the records they made after losing bets like uh, what's that oh yeah King of Limbs <laughs> the record that just nobody wow. likes I do have it on vinyl yeah but you lost a bet from what yeah I mean and they're like yeah you gotta go you're not wrong this. you now you have to take this and yeah, listen to it yeah, at like, least you gotta twice. carry this really mediocre radio head record around. Right? I've had to move with that thing like three times. Yeah. And listen it to like, has been sort of a hassle. And listen to like Good Morning, Mrs. Magpie like twice and be like, this, eh, this is good. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like it's, it's not offensive. No, it's not bad. It's just, you know, I heard in Rainbows. I, I remember. Yeah. I remember when Radiohead was like better than yeah. this. Yeah. But you know what? This is fine. But yeah, that's what some of their output's like. But they're kind of all over the place. Um... Tom York has made several excellent solo records, and Johnny Greenwood has um, done some really brilliant film scores. Maxwell Radiohead lives in a castle in Scotland where he scowls at townspeople before he's called to go on tour. Wow, he's living the dream. He's really living the dream. All right, so um, I... All right, so we have a special guest. We do? Coming up, yeah, and I need to go settle up with his Uber driver... Um, Wait, what Uber driver? Well, um, our guest Uber driver. So the guest is here. Yes, and I have to go. Is that why you keep checking your phone like that? Yeah, sorry. Um, Kind of. Actually, I'm trying to book content for the show, so I'm not sorry. I mean, it's just like we're we're doing the show. 
It's like we're right now at the sh- we're doing the show. We are, but it's like you could do that any other time. But like when we're recording the show, it's just like I thought that we'd just you know be doing right, the show. All right, all right. Can you please just let this go so we? Sean, can- you're le- but you're gonna go and pay, but you're gonna come right back, right? Yeah. Who's- as soon as I'm done settling up with the like with our guest Uber, it's Tom York. What? I want you. To are you kidding Tom me? York. No. I'm not. Shut up. He's here. He's not. He, well, me no. He's like you no, invited he's him to your Uber. apartment in East Hampton. Are you kidding me? I need to go. I'm wearing up with his Uber sweatpants. I didn't know, and I thought this is a podcast, and I don't have to be pretty. It's the one time that I thought I didn't have to be pretty. I told Tom York he didn't need to wear more than a potato sack, and then he asked if he could wear sweatpants. I really hope he's wearing sweatpants. He'll be okay. All right, so you're going to see in a sec. Okay, fine. All right, hang on. I'm going to go out and uh, I'm going to go out and settle up with his Uber driver. Okay, but I'll see you like come right back. Come right. Come right back. <clears throat> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, how's it going? Um uh excuse me. Uh, hey, yeah. Who, yeah, it's me. I'm sorry. What's who what's your name? I uh, my name is uh, Tom York. Your name is Tom York. Yeah. Uh, from the Radiohead. From the Radiohead. Radiohead. The, the Radiohead, the band. You just say it like one word, Radiohead. Like you don't say the Radiohead. Your voice sounds really familiar, but also not like Tom York's voice. Does it also sound like a character that someone else would do on a podcast? Uh, I plead the fifth on that one. Um, so you think you would be implicated in a crime if you said what you were thinking? Doctor? No. I'm Tom York. Is it you? No. Are you sh- Okay. Hard so work. let's do an interview, Tom York. Tom York from Radiohead. By the way, I was doing air quotes when I said Tom York, just for the viewers, I mean listeners at home. You can't view me, that's the problem. And just so, so you know, it was like a knife through my black heart. My black English heart. The thing <laughs> is, is you look nor sound anything like Tom York, but I have some questions. Have you ever seen Radiohead live? No. Yeah, so then you wouldn't know what I look like I have in not. real life, do okay. you? Okay, well, that's yeah. just hitting below the belt. Yeah. Mean. Um, so. I'm Tom York. Tom York. Yes, that's my name. Tell me about what projects you're working on right now. Well, I got my, uh, got my new solo record. Um, it's called uh, Animas and... Uh, like my uh, nope. my wife or whatever, That's... and I do some uh, choreography and shit. And also, I'm in uh, Adam Peace with uh, Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Sure about that? Yes, I'm actually almost positive. Adam Fleas. Adam Fleas with um, Peace from Red Hot Chili Peppers. There's some things that you're saying that are right, but not in the right order of. Well, you know, it's like you string you strung some words in in an order that was not quite the right sentence. Look, so I appreciate. I don't want to get too highfalutin on you with my. What did you say, highfalutin to me? Highfalutin. Wow. With my very British lexicon. You but sound. You got a lot of fucking balls. Where is Sean? I'm just like he's settling up with the Uber driver. By the way, he told like, you before he left. Your skin looks like it has seen nothing but steady sunlight for at least four years. Like, it's leathery. 
Well, I, it's, I'm worried about you. Have you gotten it checked out? I mean, no. I don't know why I said that. Like I was going to so say something. What else brought I you here? Um, Tom York. I'm the lead singer of Radiohead, and you guys are doing an episode today that's based entirely on the Radiohead. And you knew about this podcast because... Because? Well, you tell me. Wait. Nah, I don't think that works there. (laughs) Sorry about that. Nah, all right. You know what? I am actually being rude. I apologize. Um, My management company, um, Shapiro... Management company. Uh huh. Um, yeah. They got in contact with your podcast and um, they were like, hey, you're Tom York, the lead singer of Radiohead. How about you go down here and case out the joint and see how these people operate? And uh, case out the joint and see how these people operate. I mean, yeah, like uh, metaphorically. So do you want to keep going with the interview then? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, of course I do. I'm the right. lead singer of radio. And all I, am, you, yeah. I am a Pandora's box of secrets. You might not like some of your favorite Radiohead albums. Well, I need to know. I need to know. Okay. First of all, it's a two-part question. Yeah, what's going on? True Love Waits. True Love Waits. Why did you wait so long to release it, you know, like in a way that was produced? And also, what the, what is the song about? I need right. to know once and for all. The answer to both questions is Mormonism. 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 You're one of the Mormons? Are you one of those Mormons? No, but I needed to make sure before we put out an official studio version of the song. So we kind of threw one on that um, who's wrong, me, maybe, I don't know record. And, um, you know, like it was just like an acoustic version where it was me and Johnny Greenface and we were just like singing, and then like I was like, I gotta decide if I'm a Mormon, if I'm gonna do another version of this song or not. Okay. Yeah. Like, come on. Does that not check out? That seemed very easy to follow. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's very complicated because I'm real and I'm actually Tom York. Yeah, you seem very much like Tom York and yeah. real. Where is Sean? Have you seen Sean? Like, Evan, can you, like, go outside and see if you can find Sean? Like, it just he said he was just going to settle up with the Uber driver. I will. All right, so Evan's leaving. Um, By the way, there was a monkey out there, and he was not happy. There was, that monkey was still there? Yeah, he was, yeah. Did you you see any mail on his hand by any chance? um, I didn't see any in his hand, but I did, well, all right. I didn't see any in his hand, but he did have some crumpled up in his foot. Well, you didn't grab it by any chance, did you? Well, no, I didn't grab a piece of paper from an angry monkey. No, you didn't, did you? I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't think to do that. No, it's not him. (laughs) Are you sure? Yes. If he was, he would be wearing a mascot costume. I mean, I'm Tom York from Radiohead. Right. Right. Well, um, I really don't really know what... So you don't have any questions about my music? I did ask you some... Okay, so how do you write songs? Tell me what your process is like. Well, 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 I go and I order myself a straight up shepherd's pie. From Shepherd's Bush, which is where the band Bush got their name. And I eat it, and I think about British things, 
like um, the metric system. Where were you born? England. Where did you go to school? Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Who was your best friend in high school? Johnny Greenwood. Who was your first girlfriend? Johnny Lella Greenwow. <laughs> Who are you married to right now? Johnny Ella Greenwow. Okay, you're not Tom York. Of course I am. You're not. Courtney, look You're clearly up, not. You didn't answer any of those questions Tom right. Tom York's Wikipedia page. You you'll did see a terrible job. And he's married to Johnny Ella Greenwow. You did an awful job, and I don't feel comfortable being in this space with Hang someone on. that would lie. Producer Evan. Right to my face. What information have you pulled up? You lie. Ah, oh, goddammit. All right. He's a liar. All right, all right, all right. I know who right. you are, right. and I think our entire audience is going to know who you are, too. Actually, And you not. might as well just... What well, do you mean? No, because I've never been on the show before. My brother has, but... What? Yeah. Your brother? Who's your brother? Uh, his name's uh, Ricky. My God, where Ricky is Stevens. Sean? Ricky Stevens? Yeah. He's a uh, one of them doctors. Anyway, I got to get Sean back in here because I'm Tom York. You're definitely not, no, no, and no, no, I, I don't understand I why I you came here. I said I here. wasn't, but I was like, you know, I just... The I thing would, is, is you're very much not, and I feel offended that you would sit here and lie to my face about a band that I respect very much. All right, hang on. Knock, knock. Who is fucking there? Tom York. Tom York who? It's me. Uh, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. It's so not. I got you, though. You're, you are messed up. I'm you up. should just go. All right, you know Please what? Please leave. You had Tom York on your show, and you couldn't even ask him any questions outside of his Mormonism. So you know what? I'm gonna go fight that monkey. All right. Yeah, go. I hope you lose. Hey, fuck you, monkey! Oh my god. Oh my god. <sighs> All right. Um, I'm gonna need like forty dollars. Sean, there's no way you didn't settle with that guy by now. I. Well, all right. Guess what? I what? Haven't. I haven't. But how? You were out there and, like, some guy came in and he said he was Tom York and he was very much decidedly not Tom York. Um, very much likely seen, the doctor. Have you, ever seen, have you ever seen Radiohead Live? Oh, my God. Seriously, just, like, pour salt in the wound. But you haven't. I haven't seen them live, okay? okay? So I haven't. how do you know what Tom York looks like? I know what he sounds like. When he's singing. Oh, my God. I've seen interviews. Yeah, he's singing in them. You're the worst. I just got you an interview with Tom York, and now you're mad at me? That was definitely not Tom York. I, I knew we were talking about Radiohead. I don't know. so we had Tom York in here. What is going on in this podcast lately, but... Things are fucking weird. Things are fishy, people. And I just want to say, All right. I just want to say for the record, things are weird. And okay. I'm watching everybody. Courtney, can you give me 40 bucks real quick? No, I'm not giving you any money. I am so broke, dude. Evan had to buy me pretzels on the way here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go tell this Uber driver that he's not getting paid. Hang on. Oh, my God. Are we still recording? Like, is Are we not done with this yet or what? Come in. Sean, did you lock yourself out? Hey, how's it going? 
Oh, my God. I'm a Radiohead guitarist, Johnny Greenwood. Oh, wow, a different member of the band. You yeah. look exactly the same, but with, like, a different hair. Well, I mean, like, we're all from the same area of mm-hmm. um, Europe in England. I noticed you have a hat now. Yes. Wow. I am Radiohead guitarist, Johnny Greenwood, famous hat enthusiast. Okay. Well, what do you have to say about your um, life in Radiohead? What What was your favorite moment on the road? Well, we were in Bulgaria once. And I was at this wonderful hat store where we got hats. And then I got many of them because I'm a hat enthusiast. Anyway, that I have to leave immediately. Key. Wow, classic. Yes, please leave. Why are... Evan, you can just honestly, I think, cut it. This, is, this episode is a wash. No, no, no. We're not done yet. Sorry. Really? Um, okay. I just got called a racial slur by that Uber driver. Oh my god, yeah, I'm so sorry. What, which is very uh, you confusing. You did? Well, That's a white male. No, well, I mean, like, well, I mean, like an actual, like, offensive word. I was like, wait, Jesus, why would you call me that? That's not even accurate. Well, I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah, but uh, Tom York was really angry, and you saw him. Yes. Oh, you did. Yeah. And it looked like him to you. I've seen Radiohead live. Oh my god, everyone's an asshole here. All right, well, Johnny Greenwood should be over shortly. So until then, um, before we wrap up the show... Oh, he um, was here. Johnny Greenwood was here. What? Yeah, he was here while you were out there doing whatever. You were just not paying the Uber driver, right? That was the last thing you were doing? Well, I was... That's when he was here. I was... I was I was arguing the Uber driver on having to pay him. Cool. Well, anyway, he came in while you were doing that. Great. Well, like, what'd you ask Yeah, it him? was great. No, I just, it wasn't him, so I didn't really engage too much. I had him booked here, too. Sean, we have to really seriously talk about your contacts for booking and how you go about this business, because I have some real questions. If you think randomly dialing numbers on a phone that you feel like probably reach... Someone else's representation is not a good way of booking guests. Then you can start your own fucking podcast. Wow. It's like that now. Maybe I will start my own podcast, actually. Maybe I will. Wait, Courtney's actually gone. Shit. Um, so... Welcome to Apocalypse Now, a podcast dedicated to co-hosting a show with no one. Come in. Hey, how's it going? I'm your new co-host. My name's uh, Nigel Godrich. All right. Hey, bud. How's it going? Eh, it's been better. How you doing? Not that great. I was going to name a couple Radiohead songs that I liked, and I mean, you're in the band, right? I mean, no, I'm not in the band. Um, I'm kind of there, sort of like Svengali. I'm like a little more than, um, say, George Martin was to the Beatles. Like people called George Martin the fifth Beatle, and other people were like Billy Preston's the fifth, the, the fifth Beatle. You can't just get someone to replace me like that. Like, that is so messed up. Get out of here. Go. Go. Fine. That is clearly not any member of Radiohead. And we are going to do the thing. Let's do the thing, Sean. And then goodbye forever. Um, sorry. You're still here? Please leave. Well, yeah. Like, Sean left. 
You told him to leave. I didn't. I was telling you to leave. Why? why? If only these booths weren't so friggin' hard to see. Ugh. Okay. Should I leave? I want you to go. Okay. And your like entire band. And I want Sean to come back. Can you get Sean back in here, please? All right, hang on. This is absurd. Come in. Hey, how's it going? Sean's outside. Oh, my God. Whew. That was a weird couple minutes. I don't even remember what I was doing. I have no idea what's going on, but Sean, I'm just about done. I'm about done, and I can't believe you didn't get the check. You didn't even pay the Uber guy. You keep leaving me alone with all these guests. I don't have the questions prepared. You're making me look like such a jerk, and this is it. And you told me to prepare my top five, and I did. Well, yeah. Do you want to go because over that? Because I, yeah, and that's okay. my last. That's our last collaboration, my friend. Aww. After this, I'm out of here. But I, but you're gonna have to find a new co-host that's not clearly the good doctor. But you got to meet all the guys in Radiohead. That was not them. Okay, let's all do right. it. One of them was let's the real guy from Radiohead. Do it. We're doing this. Had to be. All right, so. Courtney and I talked before the podcast happened, and she met several members of Radiohead. Um, and we decided that we were going to go through our respective top five Radiohead songs, um, done in typical top five fashion, where we start at five and count upwards to one, or downwards. Yeah, that's how we're doing it. Whatever it is. Okay. So, Courtney, ladies first. My number five is There, There. Oh, wait, is that the one off uh, Hail to the Chief Thief? No, there, there is like earlier. I can't remember which Actually, album. I'm so bad at this. I think it is. Is it? Hail, Hail to, to the, the Chief? Thief. Oh, you might be right. Yeah. I think you're probably right. You're probably right. Which, Sorry. You know, uh, I, mean, like, right. I remember because that's like one of like the two songs off that record I like. So Sean's right, and yes, that one. And, and why? Oh, yeah. I don't think I should have to say why. That's not, that's too much. I don't know, right? Like, I, that's like a hard question. Do you just like what you like? I don't know. Do we have to say why? Well, we I'm agree not say to why. say. Ugh. All right. So my number five. My number five. Well, or maybe like this. Is a my number five. Intimidating. My number five is like spinning plates off of um, Amnesiac, and I like it because it's a great song. See exactly. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Courtney, yeah, I can is do that. that. So hard? I can do that. I'm ready with my number four. I'm actually not. There we go. <laughs> High and Dry. Oh. Which is off of... The Benz. The Benz. And I like it because, for a couple reasons, I think the verses, the melody of the verses and how conversational it is is very interesting, but also the way that Tom York utilizes his um, upper register in that song is really gorgeous. And also I enjoy covering it. So there we go. Bam. All right, so my number four is Burn the Witch off of Such Moon a Good Shake One. Pool. Love it. And I like it because it's just a very good song. Also, such a good like album starter, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just yeah, a good no, song. Yeah, no, like um, uh, Radiohead are really good at starting records. But chiefly, I like it because it's a very good song. It is a very good song. Yeah. My next song is No Surprises. Which you actually already referenced during I this it's podcast. It's called No Alarms, No Surprises. I think it's actually called No Alarms and No Surprises, but then earlier in the podcast, 
You said it was just called No Surprises, and then I second-guessed myself. Courtney, why are we, why are That's we quibbling true. about this? That happened, but I think why it is. Why are we is, about this? I agree, it's no alarms. We have the no just outside Please our door. Please don't call them back. Come on. Please, I beg you. Hey. Please. Sorry. Um, Sean just said you wanted some information confirmed. I desperately don't. Are you sure? Because I wrote these fucking songs. What's the song called? No Alarms and No Surprises or No Surprises? No Alarms and No Surprising. No Alarms and No Surprising. Nope. No Alarms and No Surprising Kid. Please leave. I beg you. All right. I'm going to head out. I very much want you to go. Wow, Sean, this gal right out of there. Sean, wait, are we still on four or are we on three? I think we're on three. Okay, did you already do three? I no, I did. Th- I did my three, and you have to do your okay. three. Okay, my number three is all I need off of. The so good, that's Rainbow one of my faces. Yeah, that uh, that song is sadness in a song. Great job. I don't know what that meant. I meant to whatever. Guess right. what I put right now as my number two. Ooh, I'm gonna say creep. True Love Waits. Oh, woof. I love sad songs that make you want to die. So Courtney and I do bits during this podcast, but Courtney has this weird thing where she can manage to get through a band's most depressing song (laughs) and like listens to it. Like, all right. So one of Courtney's favorite Smith songs is I Know It's Over. Which how can you not like it? Because it's really hard to listen to. It's just like, wow. It's too specific. You know, if you're so clever, then why are you on your own? It's like the musical equivalent of people who've seen Requiem for a Dream like nine times. I've never seen it, but I will listen to that song multiple times. Yeah, like... I am a masochist and I have no problem with it. Anyway, that was mine. True Love Waits. All right, my number two is a song called Idiotech, which I believe was named after the the Shoretown Radiohead are from. Idiotech is so good. Yeah. That the drum and bass, like, yep. intro. Yeah. Yeah, I love that song. What's your number one? House of Cards Ooh. in Rainbows. Love that tune. Big time. Still? Still do. All I need Even is after, my second. Like, the whole, like, Kevin Spacey thing? Well, <laughs> I just, like, you know, they operate separately for me. He's canceled, though. He's definitely canceled, but, like, Shouldn't the song. Shouldn't they just call it um, Redacted? Okay. <laughs> Living in a Thanks Redacted. For Thanks for ruining it. You're the All best right. in that arena. Well, I'm glad I ruined it so we can get to Yeah, you did. That should be a new moment. segment. And now you ruined it with Sean Hand. Hey, what are you, my brain? <laughs> anyway, uh. of course, my number one favorite Radiohead song is a little song called The Freshman. Anyway, oh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta wrap up this episode. We gotta go of uh, Apocalypse now. The thing is, that's one of my favorite. Like, that's my favorite Radiohead song. As podcast artists, we are here broadcasting into your living room, and we have clearly, in this instance, outstayed our welcome. No, nope, so. no, we gotta keep going. Well, yeah, as we do with every episode, we're going to give you a directive, Sean. Yes. And that directive is uh, listen to more Radiohead because you have some great stuff coming toward you, even more so than you've already heard so far from them, and that'll be great. And um, keep enjoying your favorite Radiohead song, The Freshman. (sighs) 
By I have a directive for young Courtney. Is that okay? Yeah. Can I direct something to young Courtney? Fine. Stop eating French fries as your lunch every day because you might not have to have your gallbladder removed when you're 34 years old. Courtney, out! All right. Well, that's been another episode of the podcast. We're going to close hard on that. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. And um, actually, I'm going to have Tom York come back in. Say goodbye to you guys. Please, no. Hey, uh, I just want you guys to know I'm really appreciative of how much you've loved me over the years. Okay. And uh, um, please don't touch me. Okay. Peace no. out, bro. Okay. Ew. I got to go put my uh, unit on back. No, nope, no, don't. Do- okay. And that's how we're closing it out. Bye. Mm-hmm.